Schedule updates, game recaps, and waiver wire right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Hey, good morning. Happy Tuesday. Hope you didn't lose on the Carson Wentz, Richard Rogers quasi-Hail Mary. But hope you won on it. That'd be a lot of fun. Adam Azer and Ben Schrager here on Fantasy Football Today in 5, getting you caught up fast on the fantasy news and advice you need to know. Follow and stream us on Spotify and leave us a five-star review with a question on Apple Podcasts, and we will read your starter sit questions on our Sunday morning show. Ben, let's start with the big news. Baltimore and Pittsburgh is going to be played on a Wednesday. What a weird day. What a weird year this has been. So what do fantasy managers need to know in terms of when this game will be scored, basically? So this game, as long as it is played this week before Sunday, it'll be part of week 12. So whether it happens Wednesday or maybe even Thursday, it'll be part of week 12. And waiver waivers will run either Wednesday night or Thursday night, depending on what platform you're playing on. But don't worry, these points will count towards week 12. And yeah, there's some schedule changes for next week as well. But also make sure if you're the commissioner, waivers are supposed to run on Wednesday. You might have to go to your commissioner tools and uncheck the Tuesday night box. But the waivers are going to run on Wednesday. So just a heads up there. Will Fuller is out six weeks. He is suspended for the rest of the season due to a violation of the PED policy. What is your reaction and, and what happens to the values of Watson and Cooks, uh, Cooks etc.? Yeah, Watson's value goes down a little bit for sure, but Stills is not there anymore. So it's really just Brandon Cooks. And Brandon Cooks is going to be a fringe wide receiver one with a ton of upside, that Will Fuller upside. He's going to get peppered with targets. Kiki Kuti will get some targets here and there, but he's a short yardage guy, 10 yards per reception on his career. So it'll be Watson, still quarterback one, and it'll be Cooks as a fringe wide receiver one, must-start guy. And since we're talking waiver wire here, one of the moves you should make, it's going to cost you nothing, is to put Randall Cobb in an IR spot, if you have IR spots. He's not even going to show up in the projections because he's out a few more weeks, but he might pay off for you down the stretch because he, he should be their second-best wide receiver when healthy. That'd be my guess. Tight ends might get a boost as well. All right, Seattle 23, Philadelphia 17. Big reactions from this game. Yeah, DK Metcalf went off, but so did Chris Carson. Chris Carson looked great. He scored a touchdown on 10 touches. He was definitely eased back in. Carlos Hyde played 41 snaps to Carson's 25, but Hyde was absolutely terrible. 15 carries for 22 yards. This is Carson's backfield, and he'll be eased back in for the next couple of weeks, but he is still a must-start running back, and he was impressive tonight. Horrible day for Miles Sanders. Is he still a must-start running back? He's not, and this was not a good matchup for him. And if he has a bad matchup in the future, he's just going to be an RB2 because the volume really isn't there. Six carries today? Six? Yeah. He's not a workhorse. Uh, he should be. He should be, but he got the game got away from them, and they, for some reason, just decided they didn't want to run. Okay, go. let's go to uh, the waiver wire. Who are the top waiver wire priorities this week? Debo Samuel, far and away, the best waiver wire pickup for the week. 13 targets in week 12, took it for 133 yards, and he's had 65-plus yards in three straight games. Sam Samuel is my number one overall priority. And so Josh Jacobs has an injury, but we expect him to play was the latest report. So Devontae Booker is not atop my top three. He's not even in my top three. Frank Gore is my 
number one running back, 21 touches in the week 12 loss and two plus catches in his past three games. He's a lock for 15 touches. He's going to be a floor play. He's got the Raiders who give up the third most fantasy points to running backs in week 13. So Gore is my top running back. And Cam Akers is a guy who's the most explosive Rams running back right now. He and Henderson both have 33 carries since Akers returned in week eight. But Akers only played 27% of the snaps this week. So he's an upside stash. And then, like I said, Devontae Booker, if Josh Jacobs happens to be out this week, is a great play. But I expect Jacobs to play. Yeah, Jacobs has a good chance to play. Jonathan Taylor is expected to play. Todd Gurley could come back this week. So you covered it with running back there. How about quarterback? Who are we looking at there? Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick, assuming Tua Tagovailoa does not play this week. Fitzpatrick's had 21-plus points in all of his starts since week one, and he's connecting with Devontae Parker. They're hot, and they've got the Bengals this week, so Fitzpatrick is my number one guy, and Kirk Cousins, if he's available, he's only out there in 30% of leagues. He's had three-plus touchdowns in three or four games, and he's got Jacksonville this week. Phillip Rivers has Houston this week. It's another guy you could pivot to. Wide receivers, other than Debo Samuel. It gets ugly after Debo. So I mentioned Kiki Kuti in a PPR league might be a guy you want to pick up. And Des Bryant is a name that, you know, he's <laughs> going to be a red zone target. It's not pretty, but there's not going to be a Mark Andrews in week 13. Andrews will still be in the COVID protocol. Probably not going to be Willie Sneed either. And Des Bryant was their leading wide receiver last week. And Marquise Brown is nothing. So Des Bryant's a guy you could take a flyer on. You could probably see what he does Wednesday night to see what kind of priority you could put on him. But he's a guy to keep an eye on. Jacoby Myers is still available in 40% of CBS leagues at the Chargers. They struggle with with everyone, although maybe getting better with Chris Harris back against slot wide receivers. And uh, you know, maybe Brashad Perryman and Denzel Mims. Perryman, 79 yards or a touchdown in three straight games, and they have Las Vegas this week. And the tight ends, Mike Kosicki really stands out with a good match. The Bengals are so bad against tight ends, but he is 73% rostered. So if I can't get Kosicki, who should I get? Yeah, Logan Thomas has had four-plus targets in every game this season. It's not a high number, but it's a good number for tight ends. And his snap rate's been over 90% in all games with Alex Smith. So Logan Thomas has a bit of a connection with Alex Smith. And the one thing that scares me about Kosicki is they do use three tight ends there. So you hope he's the one who scores a touchdown, but the Dolphins do use three tight ends. And take a look at Kyle Rudolph, too, especially if Herb Smith is out going up against Jacksonville. That's Ben Schrager. I'm Adam Azer. We've got Fantasy Football Today, the full-length show, with over an hour of waiver wire talk for you on Tuesday. So follow and stream that one on Spotify. And thanks for listening to FFT in 5. Talk to you tomorrow morning.